Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everyone doing in audio podcast land? Uh, wanted to give some shout outs, actually, because this is the first sponsored podcast that I've done. And this podcast is sponsored by Game With Me is the first one. And if you want to know what Game With Me is all about, check us out, gamewithme.com. And enter the promo code MOOC. Promo code MOOC for all of your all of your needs when it comes to the uh, when it comes to watching video games be played in a in a in an environment that's uncensored so basically what we're here to do is change the game so go to www.gamewithme.com and sign up today if you want to be a streamer also, you can sign up there to be a streamer as well. It's a very, very fun and cool way to entertain your fans. Much cooler and much better than, uh, than the competition than Twitch. Twitch is uh, lame. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Twitch is lame. So sign up today. Gamewithme.com. And once you sign up for a member account, Go ahead and check out, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and there's a link that says become a member, become a streamer. Sorry, become a streamer. You're already a member. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, we're also sponsored by Jameson Irish Whiskey. So I want to thank the good people over at Jameson. They didn't give us any money sponsorship-wise, but they did give us Jameson itself. Great times. Check them out today, www.jamesonwhiskey.com. And you can find out where to find your, your closest retailer, which actually has Jameson Whiskey. Or, if you already know, head on down to your local store and pick up that Irish goodness. Put the Irish all in your mouth. Don't be afraid. Come on, just do it. We're also sponsored by... Ah, oh, Christ. It would be better if I had this up and running, wouldn't it? Oh, man. Fucking rookie. What a rookie. Uh, we're also sponsored by El Gato, which is the company that makes incredible, they make the best capture cards on the market. They have both internal and external, as well as this incredible deck. So if you're a podcaster, you're a streamer, you're anything to do with streaming content or sending, recording anything with content, these guys are your people. They will definitely, definitely take care of you. Um, elgato.com, E-L-G-A-T-O.com. In addition to that, we're also brought to you by Leafly. Leafly is your, if you're in the U.S. right now, who needs it more than ever? Who needs to calm down more than ever than us? We all need a little bit of calm in our lives. And Leafly is going to help you bring that. Leafly is going to bring to you the best, the fucking best, the best marijuana delivery on the planet. They have many different amazing strands, strains, strands, strains, strains. They also sell CBD in many different forms. They sell the tinctures. They sell, in addition, they sell the, they have the tinctures, they have the gummies, they have everything that you could possibly need. Personally, my favorite is the drops. The sublingual drops are incredible. I'll tell you what, 
without CBD drops, I don't think I could have lived through this pandemic. So check them out. Leafly.com. And this is only, this is what the lawyers are making me say here. It's only legal in states where recreational use is legal, not valid in Indiana and a couple of other states. But Indiana, get your shit together. Come on. I know you want the prison system to work, but come on, come on, come on. Let's get your shit together. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everyone doing today? Wanted to give a hello and a big welcome to the Mootcast third episode, third time. Um, I'm also going to do this on Instagram Live. Sorry for the Instagram people. You're off to the side. You see my, my computer and all that stuff, and you see... Uh, see a little bit of everything so sorry but that's just how it is but at least you get to see it live okay so let's start off I wanted to first of all well wish everybody a happy 2021 are we 2021 holy crap yeah we're 2021 now congratulations you made it this far Jesus what the fuck has happened this year? I mean, we are literally we are literally only 10 days into this year and it's already a shit show. People are already proving that goddamn it we can't be trusted with anything. What the fuck? I'm not going to talk politics here cuz I don't want to get into it. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to a little bit with the parlor stuff. So with the parlor thing, I'm gonna have to talk about that. That's that is what it is. But I'm I'm actually getting tired of the bullshit that people are saying about parlor and how their oh their their rights are being trampled. No, 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 no. Let's let's call it what it is. They are being not their rights are being trampled. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't want to start. I want to lead off with that. That's fucking deep. Um, I know that I said a bunch of things about what we were going to do, how we were going to, how we were going to go this week, but, um, let's start with the baseball stuff because there's not much. This is a little bit, um, since the beginning of the year, what the hell has happened in major league baseball? Like I turned around for a week. I didn't, I was like, I just kind of gave up on, on the, didn't, I don't want to say gave up on it, but I didn't, I didn't really pay attention that much to baseball because we had other things going on. But in like a week's time, we had two enormous moves, like gigantic moves. And they're both made by one team. And sadly, as it is, um, it's a team that the Giants, my, my squad, are going to have to face a bunch. The fucking Padres. Uh, the San Diego Padres are making a straight up push. Like, they want, they really are spending money. And God love them for it. Anybody but the fucking Dodgers, right? Anybody but the Dodgers. I'm okay with that. I know the Giants won't win the World Series this year. I know it's not going to happen. But it's fine. I don't care. Anybody but L.A. Anybody. Except for Houston, because fuck those guys. What's up, man? What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Because, yeah, back to it. Fuck, fuck the Dodgers first. The Dodgers are here. Like, right below them is Houston. Fuck those guys, too. 
Houston sucks. Any company or any any company, any team that cheats, screw them. They get nothing, and they have to like it. Don't care. So um, that we have two big trades. They they traded for you, Darvish, who's I mean, granted, he is past his prime. But he's still really good. He had a solid year last year. So it's a big pickup for them. Um, in addition, we had, they got Blake Snell. Like, what? What? Actually, <laughs> uh, my brother points out that Bonds cheated. Well, technically he didn't. Because, I mean, their rules weren't in place. There was nothing that he did. The only thing that he did was he lied to the grand jury. That he did and he shouldn't have. 100%. But you can blame Major League Baseball for that. You can blame them for not having, the, not having anything in place to change that. That was all on them. So, yeah. Uh, in more local news for me, the Giants moved the uh, very unfortunately named for the situation... Uh, they moved Sam Coonrod. That's fucked up. He is, if you don't know or you're not a Giants fan, he's the one that on the Giants refused to kneel because he said he only kneels before God. So uh, he was traded, and I, I believe I believe the Giants, when they say it was for baseball reasons, the person they picked up is really solid. So I'm hopeful I'm hopeful that this comes back and it's a great thing for the Giants. Uh, the Giants have been really pushing hard for getting um, hitting talent in the, via the draft. So it's something that's definitely a it's something that's a definite need. So I'm pretty pretty excited for that. So we'll see. But the uh, the Sam Coonrod thing it was. I mean he's a good he's a good player. He's got a really live arm. Maybe a little fastball's a little flat. And Trevor Gott, for any for anybody remember Trevor Gott? I know A's fans do. They won't let me forget it. So yeah, they that was the only move that the Giants made. Actually, they picked up another pitcher from the Reds, Tony Descliff, or Sclarini. I don't know. But I can't pronounce his. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But he's a really good pitcher too. So Giants are picking up some really good pitching prospects. Obviously, they're not on the level of. Uh, you know, throwing Magic Johnson money around, but it's good, smart moves. And as much as I hate the Dodgers, as much as I hate them, and I do, I hate the Dodgers more than any other group of people in this world. I hate them. But that championship team that they had this year was built from the inside, and they added pieces. It's very similar, and I hate to even say it, it's very similar to the Giants 2010 team. They, everything was built homegrown, and then they just added where they needed. It sucks. It sucks to say, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, in less great news, um, last, this week, Tommy Lasorda passed away. And as previously mentioned, being a, somebody that hates the Dodgers... And I hated the Dodgers from a very young age. Both my brother and I were were uh, indoctrinated to hating the Dodgers very early, so we did a lot. Uh, 
So the Tommy Lasorda is like the face of the Dodger franchise from the, for the eighties, from the time that I watched. He was he was the man. He was Tommy Lasorda was the Dodgers. And in I don't know if I've mentioned it, but in ninety nine, in nineteen ninety nine, I actually went to I quit my job working for Sony, and I went to work for the Giants. And I had two different responsibilities there, one of which was I worked in the ticket office, the other of which was that I would work on work in the visiting clubhouse at times. So it would be dependent on what was needed at the moment. So uh, yeah, so I worked in both. And one of the, I got to meet a lot of, a lot of people, sorry for the moving things around here, my phone was about to fall. So one of the things, one of the best parts of that job, it wasn't the pay because they paid nothing. I mean, I think I went from like a, like a $40,000 a year job, which in that time when I was 22 years old was, it's a good amount of money. I went from that to making about 11 bucks an hour. So that was a big step down, but it wasn't about money. It was about being able to work in a place, in an environment that I wanted to. So I was very, very excited to go and work there. And uh, the, biggest, the biggest excitement for me was getting to meet the players. And the first, before the season even started, the first person that I met that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I met this person, was Willie Mays. And Willie Mays was the gentleman of all gentlemen. And I'll tell that story a different time when I got to meet Willie Mays. But he threw me his car keys and asked me to park his car. But it was in the most respectful possible way. Great guy. Amazing human being, this man. Biggest hands I've ever seen, by the way. Jesus, that guy had, like, he, his hands looked like infielder's mitts. They were huge. Oh, my God. And it looked like, it looked like he could crush a rock with his bare hand. But he was a great guy. I met Bonds a few times. I, I he gave me a, uh. Uh, training bat that I still have. It's sitting right there, right next to me that I keep, I've kept to this day. In addition to that, I've got to meet all, I got to meet pretty much every National League player and American League West player of that time. So I got to work with a very, very huge amount of them. So I'm uh, very excited. I was very excited to, to meet them. The one that, the, I got to meet Tommy Lasorda twice. The first time I met him was hands down the best. Uh, I was working in the ticket office during a Giants and Dodgers game. I told this story on my Facebook page, but I'm going to tell it again because I think it's better live than it is uh, than just in, in words that you see on the screen. So basically, I worked for, I worked for the team in the ticket office, and Amy, the uh, the luxury suite coordinator was it was during the Giants and Dodgers game obviously which if you're not a Giants fan or you're not a Dodgers fan uh, you don't realize that those games are literally the nothing else matters at that point those games are they're the stadium's packed you know in 99 we didn't have we didn't have a lot of sellouts but the ones that we did sell out were Dodger games a lot of Dodgers and Sadly, when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire came to town, because that was a year after their whole um, their whole juiced up home run chase. So 
I was working in the ticket office, and Amy, who was, she she was swamped, and she was kind of losing her mind because everything was going everything was going nuts. There were it was the first Giants Dodgers series. It was the first sellouts of the year for us, other than opening day, and nobody was prepared. None of us, none of us were prepared, except for us in the ticket office. We were prepared because. I mean, we kind of, we prepped a little bit ahead. And we sold the game out. So there wasn't like this huge rush to sell tickets at that point. So we were kind of sitting twiddling our thumbs. And I was the closest to her. So she comes over to me and very, very nicely asks, Hey, I'm super swamped right now. Are you busy? I said, I am doing nothing. Nothing. The game hasn't even started yet. I'm just, nothing's going on. So she said, can I ask a huge favor? I said, of course. Ask away anything you need. And she asked, hey, can you show these guys to the Dodgers suite? Because normally they have suite 34. But this time, for this game, we, we sold all the suites out. Except for one further out on the other side, on the third base side. Can you please show them to the suite? I said, of course. Yeah, no problem. It's not a problem. So I go outside and... There's two guys in suits, and she says, hey, these are the guys. I said, okay. And then one guy who's backs to me, so I didn't really see him. And then he turns around, and it's Tommy fucking Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. Like, just seeing this guy. A legend. A legend. I have so much respect for the guy. I hate him, but I have a ton of respect for him. I don't hate him. I hate the uniform that he wore. He's a funny dude, as you'll see. Um, so we walk... I walk across the little, we had this big circular desk and U-shaped sort of desk. And I walk out and I said, let me show you to your suite. And uh, so I start, and the guys, he is on. Tommy Lasorda is in full Tommy Lasorda mode from the jump. Like the first moment, he is in Tommy Lasorda mode. He's just, he's jovial, he's happy, he's joking around, having a great time, talking shit to everybody. It's amazing. So... Luckily, we have our office was kind of right behind home plate, so we could walk into the luxury suite hallway pretty quickly, so we didn't get bombarded by people, which was great. So we walk in, and we're walking. He says, The suite's this way, and I said, No, 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 we had to change. And I give him the whole spiel of everything, and he said, Okay, no problem. So we're walking over there, and he's just busting my balls the whole time, and he's just, and I'm giving it back to him. I'm like, nah. One of the jokes that I made to him was, and, and it was fucked up, I know. But I said, well, you know, at least I didn't do a slim fast ad. Come on, man. You have more, more respect for yourself than that. And he joked and, you know, it, it was great. I don't remember his comeback, but it wasn't as good as my, my jab. My first jab was like, bat in the face. It was great. So we're walking to the suite. We get there and he says, so I guess you're going to want my autograph now. I'm like, why would I want the devil's autograph? And deadpan. No, no joking in his face. It says, son, slaps him on the shoulder here. Even the devil is a celebrity. He pats me on the shoulder again and walks into his suite. I, I literally stood there for 10 seconds and said, what the fuck just happened? It was incredible. That guy's great. So Tommy Lasorda, he will, Tommy Lasorda will forever have my respect. Because of, not just because of that 
in that great that moment, which you know, everybody that I I went back and I told to my all my coworkers, and they all said, yeah, we've all we've all talked to Tommy. He's fucking incredible. He's great. What are you talking about? But it's okay. No, it, but it just it underscores how incredibly awesome he was as a person. So. Not just the baseball world, but the world in general lost a lot with Tommy Lasorda dying. And um, my thoughts and prayers, nothing uh, my, my heart goes out to his family because I know, you know, I know he was a, a very beloved man. So uh, much respect and much love to Tommy Lasorda. So, you know, give that to him. I give him, my heart goes out. And even Dodger fans, who I genuinely hate. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Speaking hyperbole. Uh, but even Dodger fans, I feel bad for you. I'm, I'm not ready to have that moment where, uh, I'm not even gonna say the name of the next, of the giant who could die. So I'm not even gonna say it, because it's not, I don't wanna be, go there. So I'm gonna have a Aguila beer. Aguila means eagle in Spanish for everyone that doesn't know. So I'm going to enjoy an eagle beer. So uh, this, this week, I've actually been watching a bunch of MLM videos. And I think it's because, uh, I don't think I said it before, but here in Medellin, we have been on a massive lockdown. It started Thursday at 7 p.m. and it will end tomorrow at 5 a.m. So we've been on full lockdown. Like, you can't go outside, the streets are bare. Obviously there are people that are out, they're, you know, they're the, um, the essential workers are out and about. But the rest of us can't, unless you got a, unless you got a good reason. Um, if you have a dog, you can walk your dog. That's the one thing. Um, but I don't have Otto on here, I don't have him. As, mo as some of you can see the, uh, the cable going behind me I'm trying to cover it with the Facebook crew you can't see it but the Instagram folks you can I so basically what happened is I have three really long cables that I use and I kind of route throughout the house uh, this crazy dog chewed two of them and this is the only one left this is the only cable that actually happens to be left so awesome dog's crazy I love him I love him to death but that dog is crazy he's a he is all sorts of insane but I do love him I, I genuinely do and I miss him I miss the dog I don't think I did a podcast with him here he would if he was here he would be up on top of me in the in my face around my feet running around walking probably chewing the cable chewing that one too so Um, so yeah, that's, that's been what we've been doing. So I've been watching MLM videos and holy fuck, do these people have their own language? First things first, when they're talking, what they do, it makes me fucking crazy. This makes me insane. It, my head can explode from this. When they're talking, especially the women, they speak Kardashian. And for those of you that don't know what Kardashian is, I'll explain it to you. What they do, what they do is they will talk, and in the middle they will 
pause and they'll be like, and they'll go on with their sentence. So for example, it would be, I went to the grocery store today. Like it was so crazy there. And they do the little, if it's something that's, that's not positive, it makes me fucking crazy. And when they're done with their sentence, they end them with, or whatever. Like, I facepalm at this when somebody says, or whatever. Like, I see I did it right there. But that was me comparing it to something else. So what they'll do is they'll say, I went to the grocery store and like they didn't have anything that I needed there. And none of the stuff I had was there. So I had to leave and go to Fry's or whatever. And yes, Andrea brings up a very good point here, and which is the little up speak at the end, the little, little uptick in their words, and they, the way they draw everything out, the words are so long, and then they come up with a tip at the end. They drive me crazy, because it is. I blame the Kardashians. I blame them. Done. I blame them. Because that's the way that they speak, and people emulate the way that they speak, for whatever reason. So... I went to the grocery store and like they didn't have my brand that I went of almond milk so I had to go to Whole Foods or whatever so they didn't have it either Jesus come on guys get it together so then I just like had to go and get some other stuff store-bought Safeway now, now I'm gonna eat cancer or whatever. Oh my god, drives me fucking crazy. Um, another one that 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 Andrea pointed out. See, I gave you credit. <laughs> is when somebody says out the one part, O M G. When they say that, it drives me crazy, and I don't know why it does, but it really does. When somebody says, like, O M G. That's so funny. No. Just say, oh my gosh, oh my God, oh my whatever. You can say any word that comes with a G. Oh my gosh, oh my God, oh my golly, what the fuck ever. It takes the same amount of, of words and of speaking, of, of sound coming out of your mouth to say OMG. Actually, oh my God is faster because you can run the words together. It's just fucking laziness. It's just people wanting to fit in. It's just stupidity. It's fucking retarded. I go, ridiculous. Almost said the R word there. So that would have been bad. So, but it's ridiculous the way that people talk. It's like they, they emulate what they see on TV. And what they see on TV is the least educated people talking. The way they talk is a specific cadence. And before I get shitty comments about it, yes, Kim Kardashian is... A, she's an anomaly. She's definitely an anomaly because she isn't stupid. She's actually really smart. And she's doing great work with getting people out of prison which are wrongfully convicted. So I can't say anything negative about uh, Kim Kardashian. But I will steal from Heather. And I'm sorry, Heather. I'm going to steal from, uh, from Heather on this one. But she said with Kanye and... Kim splitting up, 
Who's going to get custody of the narcissism? I th- I'm paraphrasing that. I know I, I know I fucked it up. Sorry. So, yes, they speak like that and it drives me insane. But these MLM people, they keep that. They keep that same cadence and that same way of speaking because they want to fit in. The one thing they want to do more than anything is they have to be, they have to be, uh, they have to be within the parameters of what everyone thinks is okay. They won't talk in, they won't talk in a way that's not popular. So, because they want everybody to buy, to come into their, their little pyramid scheme. Yes, I call it a pyramid scheme because that's what it is. They are a damn pyramid scheme. Sorry. So, um, if you are a, if you're Arbonne or LuLaRoe, Herbalife, doTERRA, Beachbody, whatever, I don't care. It's all the same. It's all scams. And if you're trying to bring people in, you are most definitely a scammer. If you're trying to bring people in and you can't to be your sales force, to be your, your downlines, fuck you, man. Get out of here with that nonsense. Um, also, Heather, sorry for the, I, sorry if I butchered your thing, but it was too good not to share. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's in the Facebook feed, so I had to I had to give credit to that one because that was freaking awesome. I, I laughed. I literally laughed for a good 45 seconds on that. It was great. Good times. So yes, with back to the MLM stuff though. If you if you are an MLM person, I don't trust you. Sorry. I know that you're just trying to do what's best for you, but the fact of the matter is, is if you, if any company is requiring you to go out and, if if the company's requiring you to go out and recruit your friends to sell for you, that's, come on, that's a bullshit company. I'm not saying the products aren't ba- the products aren't t- are, are bad or whatever. There's a lot of Herbalife stuff that I actually like. They make really good vitamins. They have a couple of vitamins that are great. And actually, here in Colombia, we actually have a Herbalife store where you can go in and buy things. So if they just marketed their stuff that way, it would be great. It would be fantastic. There'd be no need for them to. There'd be no need for that for them to have that. To be that, to have that, uh, that Mary Kay, that Mary Kay reputation. It's just, it's, come on, it's stupid. There's no need for that nonsense. It's just dumb. It's just, all, honestly, all that it is is it's a way for them to be lazy and market to your people. So, if I start a, if I'm working for a company, and it's something that all my friends can benefit from, I'm going to tell them about it. There's no need. There's no need to be like high pressure sales about it. Yeah, it's not good. It's bad times. Not good at all. So I think that they are ridiculous. I think that anybody that that perpetuates that, that keeps that going is ridiculous. And if you keep if if you if I haven't talked to you in 10 years and you're going to you're going to come to me with, hey, I have this great business plan, a business idea, which, by the way, I've had that happen at least four times. and I'm not going to name people. But you know who you are, and that was bullshit. That's a bullshit way to, to be as a friend and a person. Don't come to people like that. Ask them in advance if, hey, have you heard of this company? Yes, I have, and I don't want to deal with it. 
Ah, but it just ended there. Oh, okay, no problem. Hey, how's everything going? There you go. That's it. There's no need. It's, it doesn't, it makes me crazy to think about people that are, are going to be using their, people that are using their, their social reach for the benefit of somebody else. You're not even getting the direct benefit from it. So, man, just don't do that shit. Come on. Be cool to your friends. Don't, don't be stupid like that. Uh, chances are people hate you for doing that. Just to let you know. It's a good way to lose a lot of friends. So, yes. Um, in addition to that, I, I guess the... Oh, I, so I watched, I've been watching a lot of videos of, of those scams, but also this, there's this lady who's like the... She's like the, one of those fake guru people. I got a... I got, that is one other thing that's happened this week, is I got a... Apparently, I, I don't know how, but I was signed up. Somebody else signed me up, and I fucking hate you for that. That's what started me on this whole MLM rabbit hole was somebody signed me up for a text from a guru and basically what these guys are doing it's if you don't know what the guru scene is in this there is a guru scene believe it or not basically what these guys do is they are going to charge you money and help you to be a better person by giving you really good advice and providing you guidance on how to make your life better, how to change for the better, which that if that's what you're looking for, that's great. But this person that sent this to me was 19 years old. So, you know, he sends us things. Hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so I'm, I'm a guru and I'm doing this and, and I can, I can help you with anything. I, I heard you're working for this and you're trying to do this and, so I'm, my first thought is, is maybe this is a streamer. Maybe this is somebody who works on Twitch right now, who is, you know, who's like a specialist on Twitch. Thinking that, that's great. That might be something I might be interested in. But he says, oh, no, I'm a guru. Is that a guru? Okay. So after getting to know him a little bit more, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm this. I've, you know, I'm, I've been doing this for, for a year and a half now. And I have, I have this X amount of life experience. And, okay. And then he says, well, yeah, I'm 19. I, I'm in Flint, Michigan. And I'm like, well, first of all, two things with that. Two problems there. One, you're 19 years old. I have a child one year younger than you. Two, you're in Flint, Michigan, man. Come on. If you're a real guru, why don't you, why don't you lie to me and say you're in... Say to lie to me and tell me you're in Detroit, at the least. Tell me you're in New York, you're in LA, you're in Miami, Chicago, Houston, somewhere else. Flint, Michigan? Come on, bro. So I, uh, I had a good long conversation with him and he could, sorry, I'm scratching my eye here. He told me that he can help me with um, learning the internet and how to market on the internet. And I just told him, look, you know, I've, I've been working in this industry now for longer than you've been alive. I will guarantee you that I know more about marketing and the internet than you do. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, yes. So um, he kept coming at me though. I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give him a a solid A for persistence. But I eventually had to block his number because he's just completely fucking annoying. But man, come on. 
after I told you that I have a kid that's your age and I'm not interested, I don't need your kind of guidance. Thanks. He kept coming though, so I don't. And then I looked him up on YouTube, and uh, that's when I went through the whole. I went down the MLM rabbit hole because, as previously stated, we're on lockdown right now, so there's nothing going on, anyways. So, so yes, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about MLMs, and uh, there are people that are goddamn heroes on YouTube, and what these goddamn heroes do is they waste the time of the Indian call scammers. These are some of the greatest videos you could ever possibly watch in your life. If you've never watched them, watch these because these guys are masters at this. They are masters and they, they have voice changers. Um, one of the guys, he does, he does different voices. He's like a, voice, a trained voice actor, I guess. But he does incredible stuff and they do they go deep with them. They they will stay on the phone for four, five, six hours. It's incredible. God love those guys. God love them. But if if you are, I'm gonna say this, if you're if you are older, if you're a boomer, or your parents are, please, God, make them watch these videos. Because these videos are gonna probably end up saving them from getting scammed. Because what these guys do is they prey on the elderly. And they're really good. They, these Indian scammers have some solid, solid stuff going on. So, um, and I don't, I don't want to say that all Indians are scammers. I have actually really good friends are Indian from India, but it's these scammers are from Calcutta. Not all Calcutta people are bad either. See, look at PC culture. I have to preface everything I say. Um, so yeah, that's that's been uh, that's been the catch up at this point. Um, the NFL playoffs are crazy. Who would have ever thought that Jared Goff, 12 days after break, after having surgery on his thr thumb and his throwing hand, would come back and beat the almighty Seahawks? And he made this. The Rams' defense is awesome. Their their defense is really good. Their defense is something special. So. The fact that these guys are in the playoffs and they looked as good as they did with Jared Goff having to come back and play. Granted, he wasn't 100%. Of course he wasn't 100%. He just had surgery less than two weeks before. So he looked really good. And the Rams are, are they're going to be good. The Rams are going to be a hard team to beat, especially with that defense. Holy crap. If they can get rolling a little bit with the offense, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good time. The uh, the other one was Cleveland Browns fans. You finally won a game in the playoffs. Congratulations. Nice. Not bad. I don't have anything snarky to say about the Browns. That was a big win for that city and that team. Great for them. Good on them. So, yeah, they, they looked really good. They're, the one thing that they did which they, I mean, it was a high-scoring game, obviously. But they really never, they, they started off strong. I think that's what they have to do in, in the AFC because the AFC is pretty, it's pretty strong this year, pretty stout. So, yeah, I, I'm hopeful that they can get another win because their fans have been beat up. And normally I hate, I don't like the, uh, I don't like the, the fans of the Cavaliers, and I know that they share fans. So... 
That's, it is what it is. They they actually got a win, so good for them. Good for Baker Mayfield. He got that big giant monkey off his back, so good good for him. Um, let's see what other ones were there. Those are the big games. Uh, Tom Brady won a game. That's pretty awesome. The Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I'd love to see. I'd love to see like the the uh, the geriatric bowl. I'm saying geriatric, but they're both younger than me. Uh, I'd love to see Tom Brady and Drew Brees in the NFC Championship game. That would be awesome. That would be incredible. Let's all hope for that. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, NFC Championship game, putting it in the universe. That's what I want to see. That's a good thing. It was okay. I'm, I'm going for that, and I don't care about the AFC, whoever. Um, I know it'll probably be Kansas City, but anybody but KC... But they're so good. They're so good. But anyways, that's yeah, the NFL. Nothing really that great. The NBA started up. That was... Uh, the Warriors have turned... They've turned it up a little bit. You know, they've they've actually come up and looked pretty good. They haven't looked bad at all. So uh, the last few games have been really close games. So we'll see when they play, like, quality team. Like, when they play, like, the Lakers or something. We'll see how good they are then. I not I know that the uh, I know that the Warriors won't beat the the Lakers. They're on another level, so that's okay. As long as they as long as it gets close, I'm okay with that. Small steps, baby steps. Will you missed it? Literally, I was talking about the Dodgers. I praised the Dodgers. I did. I praised them earlier. I gave a fitting tribute to Tommy Lasorda, who I have much love and respect for. And I even I even praise the Dodgers for building their team from the from the ground up. They built from the minor leagues, which is what we're trying to do up north, so up in San Francisco. So, yes, that's all you're getting from me, though. I'm not going to say it again. I'm not going to say the whole thing because, yeah, yeah. But yes, congratulations on winning. I I don't think I congratulated you specifically on that, but. It was a it was well well deserved. I will give it up. So um, let's get to what the big thing and what everybody's nobody's really asked me about it per se, but um, the it's in my kind of wheelhouse because of what I'm trying to do a game with me, and that is. The whole thing that's going on that's happened in the last couple of days with Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. That's if you don't know what Parler is, I'll give you the quick basic rundown on it. Parler is a website that was built. It wasn't built that way, but it is. <laughs> but basically, what it is is it was created. I wasn't created for it, but it was kind of morphed into being. A site for people that were maybe more right-wing and it, because they felt the people that are on the right they feel that their voices are being silenced by social media and whether they are or not that's we can discuss that all day every day but the the problem is is that what they did is they brought they kind of took everybody that feels like they're getting slighted on here on Facebook or on Instagram or on YouTube 
and they create they basically hide not hijacked because that's a bad word for it but they they co-opted parlor to be their own and that's great that's a great thing for them it's it's something that if that's what they're gonna do and they want to go over and they feel they're being they feel that they're being um, not represented well then hey great go make your own that was why I made game with me because I was broadcasting on twitch and I got cut off I got I got um, I got banned there so instead of crying about it I went and made my own screw it there's there's no reason to not make your own you do what you're gonna do you do what's best for you the problem is is that it wasn't just people who have a right-wing point of view if that's what it is hey great incredible go for it take go over there do what you need to do and that's that um, but uh, thanks to thanks to uh, it's only gonna be on Facebook so I'm gonna read it though so uh, thanks to Matthew Matthew he gave me some really good examples of the craziness that goes on at parlor and granted this isn't everybody on parlor parlor is not you know it's it's not everybody but it's the loudest five percent that's fuck it up for everybody else they're they're the ones that are causing the problems for everybody so let me read off this first thing here this guy whose name is Juarez TX on the site um, he says Wayne it's a civil war in name only the butchering maiming torturing will only be felt by the commie progressive Democrats and their commie families the horror that is going to unfold will be glorious the darkness that is going to fall on all Democrat voters will be worse than any Freddy Krueger Michael Myers or Hellraiser movie could portray we can only hope the bloodbath lasts a few weeks fucking kidding me he goes on more Wayne what needs to happen is leftist commie Democrat traitor politicians kids and grandkids need to be burned alive or thrown into wood chippers in front of them real classy guy when Democrats see Americans murdering their wives kids parents grandparents etc only then will they realize this is no longer a game there's 50 million fighting aged male Trump MAGA male Trump male Trump MAGA supporters millions are military veterans they will do what is needed to save America from the commie, Marxist commie filth and Judas Rinos R-I-N-O-S I have no idea what that is sorry um, by the way I'm guessing that there's there's commas built in if you're on if you're on the uh, on the old um, if you're on the old Instagram here you can't see it but there's no punctuation there's periods and that's it the final one here which is possibly my favorite I don't know if you can actually choose a favorite of these there we go the way to do it to teach commie Marxist lib Democrats a lesson is butcher their children grand grandkids great-grandkids grandmas aunts nieces wives last skin them all slowly in front of the commie men maybe it starts in one city then another and another only then will the commie traders realize they fucked up 
when they see their own lineage stop in front of their eyes. The sweet music of Kami women shrieking in agony and pain, only drowned out by gargling on their own blood. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot going on in that. And the first thing that I want to, the first thing is this guy is, is easily, this, that's fucking terrorism is what that is. I don't, don't start, don't give me the bullshit of, of, well, BLM and Antifa did this. Yes, I'm critical of them too. The way that they handled themselves was fucking unacceptable. Unacceptable shit. But that is not the way to respond to it. That is, that's fucking ridiculous. And if you believe that, then go fuck yourself. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. Go away. Nobody fucking needs you, please. All those things that you wished on other people, on the commie liberal pinko, did, 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 I hope, I don't hope it happens to you, but maybe it should. But here's the thing, and I know that I know that in the the little diatribe the guy said there that military members are they're they're part of this too. Yes, some are, but I'll tell you what, I can tell that that guy's not a military. He's not a military veteran, because mil, real military veterans have seen shit, and they don't want that to happen to anybody else. They've seen real violence. They've seen real danger. They don't need to be some keyboard warrior talking shit. They've seen the real thing. So they don't want that. Nobody wants other Americans to die except fucking psychopaths. And if you are, if you need a platform to be a psychopath, then man, you don't, you don't get to cry free speech for that. I'm a, I, I'm poor as shit right now because I'm putting all my money into my, into game with me, into my project. But I'll tell you this much. I still donate to the ACLU and what the ACLU is about and what my platform, which is also built on free speech, what we're not about is that because that's fucking domestic terrorism. That's all that is, is that's just being a terrorist. You are no different than Al Qaeda. And as Keith pointed out, that's Yal Qaeda. That's what you are. You're a goddamn terrorist. And all those people that you say you hate, you're doing the exact same thing as them. You're doing the same things that you said you hated that Antifa did. You're doing the same things that you hated that BLM did. You're doing the exact same things. The exact same things. So get off your fucking soapbox if that's how you're going to act. You don't get free. You don't get to hide behind the First Amendment for that bullshit. That's not for you to cry First Amendment now. Well, oh, my, my right to say what I want. You're, you have the right to free speech. And I will defend to the death the right to free speech. But that shit is not what free speech is about. And that's what Parler has sadly become. It's become a place for fucking crazy people to spout crazy people shit. And that's what, that's it. That's, that's what Parler is. Hmm. That's what they are, if you didn't know. Now let's talk about the, the First Amendment that they're trying to cry about. Um, what happened is, you see, what had happened is they had been hosted on Amazon cloud servers for a very long time. And they've been, they've been hosted on Amazon, Amazon's cloud services since the inception. I think for, they've been around for about three-ish years, 
they they came around about the same time that I started working on Game With Me. So they've been around about three years now, but they were small and they were working. So, um, so basically, they've been on, they've been there for the longest time, the whole time when they were just a, just they have been, they've been a free speech, say what you want platform. But until until about a year ago, they were co-opted by uh, people like that jagoff. So, you know, when people like that jerk off, when they come and they start, they start taking things over, that's when there's problems. So, uh, yeah, so um, this week, what happened is Amazon caught wind of what was going on now, what was happening on the site, and they, they shut them down. Now, here's a couple things with that. When you sign up for an Amazon Cloud account, and I did, I signed up because I, they have the best servers. Everybody thinks that, that Amazon's money is made by selling things. Their money is not made by selling things. Their money is made on the cloud services. They make 85% of websites use Amazon cloud services. All those NFL games you're watching right now, Amazon cloud services. The Major, major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, ABC, D, Disney, CNN, ESPN, they all use Amazon cloud services. They're the top. They are the top and there's nobody past them. So here's the thing is that if you don't know and you're not in the adult industry like I was, you don't know this. Amazon does not do adult content. They don't allow any, they have their, they have their terms of use and anything, anything that's adult content, anything that's deemed as hate speech, that's deemed as anything questionable, they don't allow it on there. So the problem is, is that for the longest time, Parler didn't perpetuate what's considered hate speech. And if you don't consider what I read to you hate speech, you're a fucking idiot. Plain and simple. So what, what happened is... AWS, Amazon Web Services, they caught wind of what was happening. It was brought to their attention a, quite a while back, by the way, um, quite a ways back. It was months, months and months, months and months and months, a long time. They, they were warned that they needed to find other web hosting. But the problem is, is if you use, if you use AWS, it's the best. It's hands down the best because Amazon has servers everywhere. Like every country has a giant cluster of servers. It's, that's how they make their money. Plain and simple, that's it. That's how they make their money. And they are, they're cheaper than going to a boutique place. Like we go through Mojo Host who, I love Mojo Host. They are hands down the best. Nobody's gonna tell me any different. If you think so, Sorry, they're the best. I love them, I love their entire team, Natalie, Brad, all the way, everybody. Anytime I have a problem, I met, email them and within 10 minutes I got a response back. It's great, they're incredible, but they're more expensive because they allow whatever content. I mean, there's obvious, there's obvious things they don't allow, but you know, if you have, let's say you have a gambling site. Let's say you run PokerStars. 
Poker Stars is not allowed on AWS because it's gambling. If you have, and this is sad, but if you have a cannabis business, also not allowed on AWS. So they're very, very strict as to who they let in. The fact that right now, Parler is trying to look like they're the victims and these, oh, well, we didn't know, and oh, it's a First Amendment issue. No, it's not. Everybody knows, everybody in business, if you're the CEO of a company, you know what's allowed and what's not, especially on your goddamn web hosting. If you don't know what's allowed and what's not, then you as a CEO are a fuck up. And if you have a CTO that doesn't tell you these things, he's a fuck up. He or she is a fuck up too. It's stupid. It's goddamn ridiculous that they're going around right now and claiming to be the victims. You are not the victims. You are not the victims. And everybody blaming Amazon for this. I don't blame Amazon. And everybody that knows me knows I fucking hate Amazon. I hate, I hate Twitch. And Twitch is owned by Amazon. So I don't like Amazon. But I'm coming to their... I'm literally coming to their defense. Because everybody knows what they allow and what they don't. And if you... It's not rocket science. If you know that your site is going one direction, you better have a backup plan in place. You better have something else because you better have another another option because I'm telling you this, and what's happening right now is not the fault of Amazon. It's not big tech silencing the silencing conservative voices. What I read off, that is not a conservative voice. That is the voice of someone with mental problems. That is mental problems that are manifesting in bullshit that bullshit rhetoric that comes out so this is not an instance of oh the 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 poor poor little poor little parlor they're getting swallowed up by amazon and oh and and facebook and twitter and blah 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 and trump was taken off twitter by the way it's about fucking time and i know why they didn't do it before i get it but even even conservatives you have to admit that if Trump didn't talk shit about people on, on, on Twitter, he would probably have been okay. Probably wouldn't have been that bad. But I'll tell you what, it was because of his rhetoric on Twitter, his daily attacks on people is why people don't like him. Even, even conservatives that I know who, you know, they have to, they have to back him to a point. They still don't like the way that he talks. They still don't like any of that. And somebody that I know who's, whose mom is very, you know, a very prominent Republican didn't back Trump. And I've heard everything about it from people. I've heard that you know, they, they, that act disrespected the, disrespected the, uh, the American government process. But when the widow of a, a, Full-fledged, 100% American fucking hero. And somebody that I, I, have, I have the most respect for of any politician ever. If his family does not come out and support the Republican incumbent president, that should be a warning sign. So that's as political as I'm getting. Sorry. And I'm not, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I'm right in the center. 
I see good and I see bad on both parties. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, but parlor, parlors, you can't blame Amazon. There's two individuals you can blame. You can blame Peter Matzi, who is the CEO of Parler, and you can blame Alexander Blair, the CTO of Parler. Those are the only two people that should take any kind of responsibility and take any kind of blame for what happened. I know that everybody wants, they want this to be this great free speech debate, but it's not. It's not. There are plenty, there's plenty that you can stand on, on the free speech mantle. There's plenty going on. There's plenty of censorship, but this is not one of them. This is not one. And if you're, if you're, if you're going to say that, oh, well, this is, this is, the big tech silencing voices, it's not. It's really not. The fact of the matter is, what I read, I wouldn't allow it on Game With Me. And Amazon Web Services, AWS, is more strict than what I approve, I allow on the site, or what we allow, what Game With Me allows. So the fact that this kind of behavior and this kind of stuff, this is not, this is why they got shut down. That's full on hate speech. I don't give a shit how you try and how you try and spin it. That's full on hate speech, one hundred percent. I will never be cons- I will never be convinced otherwise that that is not hate speech and dangerous. I know that that there's a big thing about dangerous speech and dangerous words, and some of them are. What that guy said is dangerous speech, plain and simple. That is that is a that is akin to yelling fire in a crowded theater. And that's the same thing. It's it's dangerous to to allow that to go on. Free speech doesn't mean hate speech, okay? And yes, the definition of hate speech is most certainly different from person to person. What I find offensive and what I find hate speech, this guy, whoever the fuck he is, he doesn't. He thinks that it's fine. I'm sure, I'm sure he thinks he's fighting on the right side. I will guarantee he does. He thinks that that Democrats are ruining the country, and Democrats think that the Republicans are ruining the country. The honest to God truth, they're all ruining the country. They all are. They're all ruining the U.S. Plain and simple. Who is doing it more? I'm not going to assign blame. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. But I will tell you that. There's not one party that's the right party and one party's the wrong party. They're both right and they're both wrong. Plain and simple, that's all that's all I can say about it. They're both they're both good, they're both bad. There's good, there's good from one and there's good from the other. I'm in the middle. I'm a I'm a centrist. I am I personally believe that the government shouldn't be telling you how to live your life. I don't I think that they should make drugs legal. If you can't handle it, that's on you. I can't, if, if, let's say, let's say we make heroin illegal, or we make heroin legal, or we make cocaine legal, we make all of them legal, they're not gonna have that same kitsch. They're not gonna have that cool factor. It's gonna be like alcohol. There are gonna be people that have problems with it. But, honestly, they, are responsible for themselves. Adults shouldn't, adults shouldn't have it. Adult or kids shouldn't have it. it. Should be only adults, but 
the fact of the matter is, is I think that drugs should be legal. I don't think the government should tell you what you can and can't do with your own body. I don't think, I think that's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think, and I don't think that one religion should be the one that runs everything. I don't think religion should have anything to do with government. I was always taught that we had a separation of church and state. So the fact that, the fact that we, we tell people what they can and can't do with their body, it's, it's ridiculous. The fact that if, if I'm in, if I'm in, let's say I, I have cancer and I'm in excruciating pain. I can't do, I'm in excruciating pain. We'll go back to that. Yeah. I, I have cancer that spread through my lymph nodes to the rest of my body. I'm in excruciating pain and I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. There's no way I'm, I'm, I am in a state where I'm never going to recover. If I, I can't end my life, I have to suffer until I die naturally. Otherwise, if I try and kill myself and I don't succeed, I'm a criminal. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Or abortion, ridiculous. Ridiculous. There are limits, obviously, but I mean, the, within the first trimester, I mean, that's reasonable. But I was always taught that there is a giant difference between church and state. So I don't think that the government should be telling us what to do with our, with our bodies. I think it's ridiculous that the government tells me that this plant that grows in the ground, if I take that plant and I smoke it, or if I distill it and make a specific chemical which makes me feel better, I'm a criminal because of it. Or if I sell it to another consenting adult, I'm a criminal and I will be put in a corporate sponsored prison where I can be a slave. I will make 10 cents a day or 10 cents an hour rather to assemble things for, to assemble clothes for Victoria's Secret or whatever. Legalized slavery. That's what prisons are. They're not, prisons aren't meant to, U.S. prisons aren't meant to rehabilitate. They're meant to milk more out of you because they can. You don't, you're not a human being at that point. That's what they do. They just, they wring out everything they can out of you. So, I think that that's ridiculous. I think the fact that, that bankers can fucking ruin, can deep six our economy like they did in 2007 and walk away from it and parachute out with golden parachutes with $15 million bonuses because it's in their fucking contract because they fucked up the country, they fucked up the their company, they stole from people, and they still get to exit out with a nice $20 million golden parachute. That's bullshit. But the government can tell you what to do. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculousness. I don't think the government should be meddling in every aspect of life. But at the same time, I do think that there should be programs for people that need them. That should be part of what our taxes pay for. Seems reasonable to me. Um, I don't think that, I think that healthcare shouldn't be a, healthcare shouldn't be only, it shouldn't be a privilege, it should be a goddamn right. Running water is a right. Electricity in your house 
that's something that you're guaranteed. Not guaranteed, but yeah, police, police service, fire. You're guaranteed those things. Why in the shit? Why in the fuck? What is the deal with you're a commie if you want everybody in the country to have health care? It just makes no sense. This shit is stupid. It's fucking stupid. Education. Our education system in the U.S. is dog shit. Here in Colombia, they have a better education system than the U.S. How does that feel? How does that sit with everyone? That what a country that many, many people in the U.S. look down on has a better education system. Sucks. That means that our kids that are coming out are starting behind the eight ball. And don't even get me started with colleges and the whole student loan scam that these fucking companies perpetuate on people. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I, went, I said I wasn't going to go political, but I went political. It's, it's just bullshit, and I just don't think that... I think that Parler hiding behind the First Amendment right now is a chicken shit move. It's chicken shit, and it's, it is manipulative of their fan base. It's, it's 100% of manipulation. And the fact that they're trying to... That they're whipping up their fans... They're getting them all hot and bothered about this because, well, now it's a First Amendment issue and I have to, I am, I don't want our First Amendment rights to be trampled like this. Listen, if you're on Parler and you're mad that you can't use your Parler right now, you have two people to thank. John Matsey, CEO of Parler, and Alexander Blair, CTO of Parler. They're the ones that didn't look ahead. I mean, you don't have to be... To be successful in business, you don't have to have a, a crystal ball to see what's going on. You just have to kind of think ahead, be a couple steps ahead of what's going on right now. And there's two, two, two partial realities of this. One is that they got blindsided. And if that's the case, they're goddamn ignorant. Or they did this on purpose and they're doing this to whip up people and meanwhile, they're, they're working on another strategy to have another server, and they're going to they're gonna whip up people. All this is going to happen before the 20th. All this is going to happen before um, the, uh, the inauguration happens. Watch. Watch. I will guarantee you that these guys will have this site up and running again before the inauguration. And this will be the place where people go to do their thing and they'll do all of this crazy stuff. This is where it's all going to happen. It's, it makes me crazy. It really does. It makes me, if nothing else, the fact that they're using this as kind of a subterfuge is, it, it's, it's sad. It makes me sad. It really does. This whole thing makes me incredibly sad that this is what people, this is what a company is going to do to this is what they want to do this is how they're going to manipulate people all social media manipulates people plain and simple facebook does instagram does youtube does everybody manipulates but they manipulate to get people to continue watching they manipulate to get people to stay on longer what parlor's doing is using the constitution of the united states 
as a cover for their either their stupidity and their ignorance or they're manipulating that and they're manipulating their people which either one is it's it's ridiculous and if you're a fan of parlor and i'm sure i'm going to get some heat on this but if you're a fan of parlor i'll tell you what you your your people parlor your guys they fucked up they've either fucked up or they're they're playing you for a clown that's all that it is plain and simple there's no first amendments being stepped on it's plain business stupidity everybody in the business world knows what is acceptable on amazon if you don't and you have your you have your site there and you have a questionable site or you have a a site that is something like parlor or something that is um, a little bit on the it's a little bit on the controversial side then you get what you get you have brought this upon yourself there's nobody there's nobody that's going to back you up as this being a first amendment issue so parlor all that i can say is if you're a fan of parlor you can't be mad at anybody but your people plain and simple um, i would recommend looking up the email address for either alexander blair or john matsey and let them know let them know how you feel. These are the guys that made the decision. It wasn't Jeff Bezos. It wasn't anybody at Amazon. It was them that made the decision. And um, I'm not not doxing anybody, but if you look them up on um, if you look them up on LinkedIn, they have their email addresses on LinkedIn. I'd recommend sending them an email. Uh, find out who they're funded by. They're funded by somebody. Call the people that are funding them. Tell them your voice your displeasure. If you're upset with Parlor being shut down, totally okay. But put your hate at the right people. That's all I'm saying. That's all that I'm saying. So I went way over my one hour. I target for like an hour. I went over that by almost 10 minutes here. Not good. So, um, shout out all the stuff here. Um, if you want to send an email, send me an email. I'd be very, very happy to read it. Uh, the email address is mootcast.podcast at gmail.com. Mootcast.podcast at gmail.com. So send any kind of emails, anything over. Also, if you're watching the video, you can look for us. We are on Apple, finally. Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts and as well as on Spotify. So look for Mootcast, the Mootcast, Mootcast Podcast. Just look up Mootcast, M-O-O-K-C-A-S-T. Um, that is where you can find us. So uh, big shout out to the sponsors this week. If you didn't hear them before, um, the sponsors are Game With Me, obviously. Uh, Leafly, the marijuana delivery service. And Elgato, E-L-G-A-T-O. If you're not a gamer and you don't know what Elgato is, best capture cards on the market, hands down. Boom. All right, thank you guys for listening and watching and all of that. I'm sorry if I, I went off track and I, I, I literally said I'm not going to uh, do politics on here. But sadly, for better or for worse, Parlor and their, their little uh, PR stunt that they're pulling right now kind of blurred the lines. So, uh, yeah. So send any questions that you have. Send them to me. 
You can ask them on Facebook if you're a Facebook friend of mine. Um, you can add me on Instagram if we're if you're not an Instagram person, or if you are an Instagram person, you're not on mine. It's at the real Steve Hamilton. Look me up. I'll add you. All right. Thank you guys for the for letting me bend your ear this week. Sorry if I got a little bit uh, a little bit animated. Not really. Not really that sad. Not really that upset. But I want to thank you guys all for watching and listening. And um, if you have questions or you want to know more about this whole parlor nonsense, send me a message, man. Let me know. I'll talk to you. I'll listen to whatever. I'll listen to people that have alter have, um, alternative opinions, have an opinion the opposite of mine. I'll listen to you. Let's talk. It's what our country is great for. It's what the United States needs is discourse. And I'm willing to do it. All right. Take care of yourself, everybody. Talk next week. Bye-bye.